Monday's summit brought together business and industry leaders and associations to discuss the challenges facing Canada's supply chain and to identify potential solutions to ensure that what Canadians need reach their households as quickly as possible. Transport Minister Omar Algebra spoke after the event. My colleagues, Ministers Champagne, Bibo, Ng, Qualtro, O'Regan and I have just concluded our first supply chain summit. The supply chain is top of mind for Canadians, and I can assure you that it is also for our government. We are working to make our supply chain even stronger to ensure that what Canadians need reaches their households as quickly as possible. On that note, I want to thank all the workers who have been keeping our supply chains going throughout the pandemic. And I also want to say that a big threat to our supply chain remains to be COVID. And our best tool is vaccination. That is why our government will always encourage Canadians to get vaccinated. This supply chain summit was another step in our collaboration with industry partners. It brought together a range of national organizations, including business associations, manufacturers and exporters, as well as chief executive officers of railway, marine, air, trucking and retail companies. Everyone who took part in today's summit is committed to making Canada's supply chain even more efficient, resilient and reliable in the face of climate change and global COVID-19 pandemic. As we continue our work together, we will also continue to take action. This includes new strategies for the transportation sector workforce, new, more sustainable physical infrastructure, or making it easier for the transportation sector to adopt digital business methods. I want to stress that today's summit is not the end of the conversation, it is just the beginning. Over the coming months, we will follow up with a series of regional and industry sessions for different sectors. We will also develop a comprehensive action plan that will address constraints and ensure our supply chain is stronger and more resilient for the future and our changing climate. Today, I'm also announcing some next steps. First, to further advance our work with the industry, we will create a new supply chain task force. The task force will consult with industry representatives and make recommendations on short and long-term actions for Canada's supply chain. In addition, Transport Canada will make an online portal available for stakeholders and businesses to be able to provide opinions and suggestions. Today, I'm also launching a new targeted call for proposals under the National Trade Corridors Fund. The fund will, decide, will dedicate up to $50 million to support priority measures to relieve immediate supply chain congestions and aid the movement of goods at Canadian ports. This is in addition to the call for proposals we announced in December of last year, which focused on projects that improve the flow of goods and people in Canada as well as international trade. And Budget 2021 also provided an additional $2 billion to recapitalize the National Trade Corridor Fund that makes our supply chain more efficient and supports our econ economic recovery. I'd like to conclude by saying that an efficient and reliable transportation network is key to Canada's economic growth and supporting good middle-class jobs. This summit was an important 
milestones in addressing challenges, strategies, and next steps to support Canada's transportation supply chain. But the work must continue. Agriculture and Agri-Food Minister Marie-Claude Bebo also offered some thoughts following the summit. Canadians should have confidence that our food supply is able to respond to demand and that our distribution system will continue to operate to meet our needs. Unfortunately, the pandemic has created enormous pressure and caused significant interruptions throughout the chain. Across Canada, we see how our industry continues to experience challenges in recruiting and retaining workers, just as it did even before the pandemic hit. We continue to see the impacts of climate change put stress on our transportation infrastructure from roads to rail to ports. All of these factors underline both the vulnerability and the importance of an efficient and reliable supply chain to reduce the risk of disruption to our food system. To those in our agriculture, food and retail industry who have joined us today, I want to thank them for making the time to share their experiences, concerns, suggestions, and ambitions. I know there are no short-term fixes. Addressing the challenges facing the Canadian agriculture supply chain are diverse. I heard how important it is to have more data, the challenges that the lack of containers are presenting, and of course, the many issues surrounding labor shortages. Some highlighted how we need to prioritize critical goods and that some regulations need to be harmonized. The agriculture supply chain does not end at the retail store. 20% of goods are now sold via e-commerce. And while our supply chain has remained strong in many urban centers, remote communities continue to experience additional challenges. Our discussions from today reinforce the importance of doubling down on our efforts to address the challenges of congestion and bottlenecks in our supply chains, as well as labor shortages. And there is much more work to be done. Ensuring Canada is on solid footing for economic recovery with reliable access to food for all Canadians means taking meaningful actions now. I will continue to work closely with industry along with my federal, provincial, and international counterparts to ensure that Canada's agriculture and agri-food sector emerges from this crisis stronger than ever. Thank you. That's it for the Prairie Agwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Candace Dirksen, and thanks for listening. Have a good afternoon. Prairie Agwire will return Wednesday on the Golden West Farm Network.